All right. This is Jared with Metal Speak. I'm here with Mike Flores from Death Metal Masters Origin. How's it going, man? Good. How you doing? Good. So you guys are out on the uh, Occupation Domination Tour right now with the boarded cattle decap, Rings of Saturn, Loculus, Decrepit Birth. It's a huge bill. Yeah, that's a long one. Seven bands, man. That's a long show. That's an all-day death metal event. Yep. So. How's the tour going so far? Uh, it's doing better now. It was a little rocky start on uh, the East Coast, but I think now, I mean, once we get to the Midwest and towards the West Coast, it does. It did a lot better. So, yeah. when Denver today, we always do pretty good in Denver. So I expect great things tonight. Yeah, I saw you guys here last uh, last summer with the Bismal Dawn and one of the other guys. It was pretty good turnout. Yeah, Vital, Hate Eternal, I Vital. think. Vital, yeah, Hate Eternal, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we do pretty good here, man. So, even though I'm from Kansas, I like Denver. <laughs> <laughs> a little more a little more scenery Yeah. than, uh, than Topeka. So, what's uh, what's been the best stop so far? Uh, I don't know, we've had... See, surprisingly, last night in Salt Lake City was pretty good. Uh, let's see, Brooklyn was good, Chicago's good, um, all the West Coast, San Francisco's good, California's awesome. Um, I don't know, but there's been a few nice surprises here and there where it's, we didn't expect much, and then all of a sudden, like a piddle erupt and everything, like everyone goes crazy. So, nice, that's nice, that's always nice and unexpected. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Well, I think you guys, I think you guys uh, commute a lot of energy out into the crowd. I, you know, I remember watching last year. You know, I, I think I saw you uh, down in Colorado Springs back in like 2008. Yeah, the black, black sheep. Black sheep. Yeah. Yeah. And they get it. This is Anthony. This is our sound guy. He's the tour oh, okay. manager. Oh, okay. He's doing sound for Aborted too. He's very angry. <laughs> Plays for a band called Demonicon in uh, Minnesota. Oh, uh -huh. you should check them out. Demonicon. Get still doing an interview. Yep. All right. <laughs> Best way to get rid of us out, guys. Like, come on, say something. <laughs> no, I'm not saying nothing. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys. Uh, I mean, you guys just play with a lot of energy. I mean, especially. Uh, you know, lead singer is just a fucking nut up there. Like, how do you, how do you guys keep the energy up for that long? I mean, especially on a headlining tour, yeah. you're gonna have a longer set. I mean, how does that? How do you guys do it? A lot of caffeine, man. Like, I never, I can't even say I. We never really know what Jason's gonna do, and that can be good. That can be bad. So I don't know. I guess it's just as exciting for us because we know what's supposed to come next, but whatever falls out of his mouth is like, we're playing this! So it's kind of, you gotta be on your toes. So it's just, he makes it just as much fun for us as he does the audience, because we're just in as much limbo wondering what's gonna happen next. So you guys don't really have like a hey firm guys, set list? You just kinda... Can you spare a little change so I can get something to eat and drink? I actually don't have any change on me, sorry. Sorry. But, no, yeah, he, he keeps it pretty lively, so. Yeah. Nice. So, so Entity's been out for almost a year? About a year. It's done pretty well. I feel like it's more, uh, the songs are better written, I think. I feel like it's more, like we made songs and not blast beats for three and a half minutes. So, I don't know. We've been pretty happy with it. It's more versatile, I feel. I think it goes along with it being better song structure. 
So it's been doing pretty well, man. People seem to dig it. Yeah. So I don't think it was too much of an of an abrupt change from what we generally do. So I don't think we shun people. You know what I mean? Right. That's my my feel towards it. So. Was there something different about the process overall that? Yeah, we did it as a three piece. Like we didn't have a singer. We had a singer, obviously. James wasn't in the band then we had another singer and that fell through and we had studio time booked so we scrapped all lyrics and started from scratch with the songs we had and went into the studio and was literally writing the lyrics while we were tracking the songs finishing and then putting the lyrics we had just written on there wow. Paul and I did wrote the lyrics and did the vocals on the CD and that was nerve wracking but I mean I guess we proved to ourselves we could do it. You know, I feel pretty happy with the outcome. Yeah. So, yeah, that in that sense, that was different from anything we had ever done before. So, so you usually went in and had lyrics and everything ready to go? Yeah, we were usually, for the most part, prepared. I don't think you can ever be 100% prepared for the studio. Yeah. Just because, I mean, we go in with an idea how it's going to sound, and then once you record it, it's just like... The reality of the situation is this is how the song will evolve. Yeah. And even now, like songs that we play from Echoes or whatever, it's that's been since 2005. The songs evolve on their own and they change a little bit. And I'd like to think it's for the better. We don't force them to change that way. We just play it every day, all tour long, and it just grows kind of like a child or like anything else. Discover something new about it. Yeah, or, and it's like, yeah. man, I wish we would have put that on the CD, but... <laughs> can't go back in time and just play it what sounds best now yeah so where do you uh, where do you get most of your lyrical inspiration mm, that's rough james had done most of the lyrics previously i just i don't know i just kind of try to keep it have some sort of a subject matter but keep it a little vague so i mean i think the song will appeal to more people if they can put pieces of their own life or what's going on with them right now into the song and then it has more meaning and then they'll dig it a little bit more so yeah. I try to keep it somewhat vague we touch on like you know like science and planets and evolution and we try to keep you know somewhat of a death metal we don't try to steer clear of blood and guts and all the other things that you would generally see on a CD cover or in the title or lyrics but I mean, it's death metal. It is what it is. You can't totally get away from that. But I don't want to be the garbage pail kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So how do you guys, uh, is, that, is that something that kind of grew, just kind of being there in the Bible Belt in the middle of Kansas, kind of a reaction to that? or? Mm, no, I mean, it's death metal. You look at, like, a lot of bands drawing blood and guts and Satan and stuff, and just we wanted to stand out in a way and it was something it was like a topic that hadn't been touched on kind of open territory and ready to lay claim to I kind of feel like Nile did the same thing with their way I mean at this point if anybody else tried to do that you'd be like they're trying to be like Nile right. you know but I just felt like it gave us a little bit of an edge something that separated us from the group I mean there's so many blast beats so many great death metal bands and great musicians Anything you can do to stand out is probably a good idea. Yeah, definitely. You know? they, all, some, they do tend to bleed together after a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, again, with like our logo, it's like legible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas a lot of them just look like a spider web thrown yeah. on the wall. So, I don't know. Yeah, just try to stand out. Write good songs, just stand out. Make yeah. it separate from everything else. So, good way to go about it. I feel like it's worked so far. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, I feel like it's worked. So, mm-hmm. how's the uh, rest of the year looking for you? Full. <laughs> we just got done doing a tour in Europe with Cycroptic, Ling Che, and uh, we have about six weeks off. We started this tour, and this one's done in four days, and we'll have maybe about a month off or so. We play a festival in uh, Florida, a Skyon Fest with. Oh, the Scion Rock Fest? Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, in Florida. So. We play that on June 2nd, and then we head to Europe for the festival run with Suffocation on uh, July the 2nd or 3rd. We'll be there for the month of July, come home for a few days, and then we'll go, we do a Canadian run with, uh, Cataclysm. Oh, right on. Cataclysm, yeah, so I think that'll be three weeks. Then we'll be done for the year. Wow. Some well-deserved rest, I feel. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, right now, this is my home, the, the van. I mean, the van, a bus, it doesn't matter. When you're away from home, you can't yeah. do laundry or see your family. It's like, ah! But, I mean, we we agree to do this. We like playing death metal. We like playing shows. It's probably the best part of being in a van is playing a live show and having someone appreciate it. Yeah. But you still miss the little stuff at the house. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, that's our year, 2012. Right on. Right on. Um, you guys have any, or do you have any, like, non-metal bands or acts that you're really into that... I think each one of us, like, you'd be surprised the stuff we listen to while we drive, but everybody's got their own... Guilty pleasures. Yeah, guilty pleasures. <laughs> I don't want to put names and attach names with names. But I mean, yeah, but I don't know. We listen to a lot of stuff. We listen to Blast Beats. You got to figure, like, there's seven bands, man. Like, there's, we've played on this show with as many as, like, 17 bands in one day. So doors are at, like, noon. We got to get there at 11. And we won't play until midnight. So that's 12 hours of 250 BPMs. <laughs> You know, and it's yep. like, ah, oh, once we get done, the last thing I want to hear is... Yeah. So, we listen to the radio, we listen to our iPods, they're full of crappy music <laughs> that we enjoy for the time being, and it makes us be like, man, that was terrible. Let's play death metal. <laughs> you know, it kind of builds it for us. Yeah. So. Those are one that you'd be willing to cop to? Um, we listen to a lot of 80s music. Hmm. I, I think that's as good as we go. John likes different music. Like, him being a drummer, he listens to, like, real straightforward drumming and, like, rock, Dio, a lot of stuff like that. I'm not a Dio fan, I guess. Probably catch a little bit of hell for saying that, but I do not like Dio, ever. So I don't either. Okay, and we're cool. Aussie. We're, yeah, I, I can't... I, I know it's like blasphemy, but I, I can't do it. 
that's cannot and, do it. And that's how I feel. Like there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of like we listen to like a lot of rock and roll, like straight. Like you'd walk into a bar Tuesday at four in the afternoon and you'd hear it on the box, stuff like that, or the radio. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But a lot of '80s music. John likes some older rock. Paul listens to wacko stuff. I listen to, uh, I don't know, let's see. I listen to, like, whatever's on the radio, I guess, poppy stuff. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even want to like it, but it's just catching. This is kind of cool. No, turn it off. (laughs) Once I realize that I'm, like, singing it in the shower, it's like, you got to kill this. So Singing One Direction while you're scrubbing your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, but, no, yeah, I mean, we've all got our guilty pleasures, I guess. Definitely. So. Definitely. Cool, man. Well, appreciate you taking the time. Well, yeah, thank you for doing it. I hope you Let's enjoy the, the show. Tour. Yeah, it should be good.